2: Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and
1: Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials, go there. Join the militia. The orange football squad continues to slide after dropping five in a row. Missing three members of the offensive line. Matthew Bergeron, Kalen Ellis still out. Chris Bleich still out or, or out. Uh, some practice injuries there. Uh, a couple didn't make the trip. Uh, it did not help. You'll hear from us. We'll hear from you in fan feedback live on Spotify app. And also, this time, switching up, going to take it to Facebook Live and see what happens. Will it work? I don't know. I'm not sure. We didn't test it. And also, just uh, haven't had good luck with, with YouTube. And some of it's my setup, and some of it's YouTube. So with that said, we'll try Facebook. Had a really good, you know, I made the switch to Facebook before we went to the game yesterday. But I realized that at the game, there's a lot of people on Facebook that actually know who we are. So anyways, whether or not they watch the show or not. So I think getting on Facebook well let's try it out you know figure let's try it out yeah, see what happens knows. so um yeah f round and find hmm. out
0: well yeah i mean look a lot of a lot of people follow us i don't know i mean i think there's a lot more people that follow us and see us on twitter and facebook than they actually listen to the podcast uh, yes you know yeah we uh, ran ran into a couple of people and we know how it is? I, mean, I don't think podcasts are really that popular with the older crowd. Um, we were told that, type.
1: literally, yeah, literally, yeah. So um, it's you know, so so give here's, it a try. But here's what happened. Just to recap yesterday, uh, briefly, uh, just just for just for fun we went to go walk around and we were going to pass out, we are just passing out stickers and koozies and stuff. I had a bunch, so I brought them. I ain't done nothing with them in in probably a year or so. And we noticed that when we got to this parking lot at 3.30, there was like three, three groups besides us that were setting up and they were all Syracuse fans. I'm like, wow, this is wild. So anyways, by the way, the, the the Syracuse fans just show just show out whether or not they they don't feel like it's their fans uh, feel like it's worth showing up at games because their season's lost or whatever is one thing but uh, you know regardless of that the Syracuse fans showed out this whole parking lot was jam packed full of Syracuse fans and had I known I'd have got freaking more koozies for this event <laughs> and passed yep. more of them out because we ran out like five minutes I probably had seventy of them but uh, anyway. So, we're walking around handing out the Q's militia stuff, and people are, people. Have, you know, they follow us on Twitter, they follow us on social media, they, they listen to the podcast. So, it was really cool. It was a ton of fun to be able to go out and do that. It's the first time we've ever, the first time I've ever interacted at a tailgate with other yep. Syracuse fans and, and told them about Q's militia and hand stuff out. So, uh, it only took pff, almost seven years. Or whatever. I told,
0: <laughs> told you you had to get to a football game or something down here in North Carolina. I mean, we show out. I mean, there's a lot of people from up there down here. There's so. a
1: ton. When I say we got a ton of downloads in North Carolina, I know why now. <laughs> there's know. a ton of Syracuse ton. fans there. There's a ton. It's unbelievable. And that that area, you know, that area, Winston-Salem, Raleigh, you know, Charlotte. You know, they came. They came from all over North Carolina to be there. So it was really, really, really cool, man. Um, had a couple people mention the live streams that we do on Facebook and uh, yep. kind of busted my one guy busted my chops about the about the the, the the scores and everything being backwards which we talked about last show but just really yep. cool to get out and meet people and, and and for them to to put a for us to put a face with the Q's militia name for them um, man it was fun to, it was fun it was
0: fun right and you yeah. got to you got to uh, um, you got to finally meet magic Mike right so, oh, yeah,
1: Magic Mike from the Green Room. And, got um,
0: guy the park next to us. I think his girlfriend or his wife just went to high school with, you know, my cousin's wife that lives down here in Nightdale. So, you know, small world. We both got to meet Dom.
1: Dom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dom the mailman. Yeah,
0: So, yeah, he tailgated with us. It was a good time.
1: Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> it was fun. I mean, look, the game was – the half the game was terrible, but – it was, uh, it was well worth the trip. It was an easy trip, uh, both of us back home. I stayed in a hotel last night, about a half hour out, uh, but, um, but got back here about 12.30 this, this afternoon and um, put the show together, and here we are, ready to do it. So I uh, just wanted to give a shout out to everybody we met Absolutely. yesterday, and uh, want everybody to know uh, how much fun we had, and, and uh, just, uh, I can't wait to do it again. I think Syracuse may show up to UNC Next year, right? I think so, they do.
0: So, no, or uh, NC State, or both. So,
1: yeah, so one or the other. I think uh, we'll probably try to make that trip. It's nice and easy. NC State, we well, either one of them are easy.
0: Yeah, I mean, NC State's for you. 30, 40 minutes away from me, so.
1: And then what, like an hour, 45 minutes, an hour for UNC? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's yeah. not that far. Yeah. So,
1: so I, And you got the picture. And you got your picture. What picture? Oh, yes, Joe and his hot dog. You sick bastard. <laughs> He's six arms. That one was for you, Captain Peck. Uh, yeah, that was for at Will on Twitter. All right, let's listen to what Coach had to say following the game. Kind of a surprise when we found out three offensive linemen were out for today, Bergeron, Ellis, and uh, Leish. Can you just kind of tell us anything about what's going on there, why Bergeron
4: especially didn't travel? Uh, injury, injury during practice. Hopefully we'll have him back next week.
1: Mikel went out during the game as well and did not end up returning. How serious is that looking? Was there any consideration of just not putting him back in to
3: preserve kind of his future or anything like that?
4: No, he he couldn't go. So uh, it was better to keep him out.
1: Going off the offensive line that we just talked about, were you pleased with what you saw from the offensive line? You put up a lot more points than you have in the past. couple. And for
4: those weeks. guys to go out and, and, and score that many points against that defense, and for everyone else that played with that unit, I thought they did a really nice job. I wouldn't even say he's healthy yet. Schrader is a big part of which That's not 100% Schrader, what you saw out there, and then yet you still see what he's capable of, and hopefully he's even healthier uh, next Saturday.
1: And Tucker had his fourth 100-yard rushing game, and it was the best he's looked in weeks. Just what did you think about what he was able to do tonight?
4: I, I thought it was good that he did some things. I wish we could have got the ball to him even more. Once again, you guys, we say stuff like that. When you get that much of the third quarter eaten, before you get on the football field like that, there's not a lot of time left, especially if you're trying to win the football game. I think that uh, you, if you watch the first half, it was a, they had a lot of drops on their side. And then all of a sudden, they stopped dropping.
5: What's the one big thing to fix
4: going into Boston College next week? All right, all right. Health. When we get healthy, we'll be fine. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Coach. there why do you think the offense was
5: slow getting going in the third quarter? Well, 100% on us, you know, just... The snap. You know, I mean, we had great plays on first down and second down. We just, I fell asleep at the wheel. You know, it, was, it was unexcusable and unacceptable, and that's what killed our first two drives. You know, the snap. I don't know what happened. I was getting lined up in the Wildcat play, and then, uh, you know, we got we dropped the ball on uh, second, you know, second and ten. And now we're sitting third ball, So, and then they get to dial up a blitz. So. Just gotta be better on second down, we gotta be efficient. And uh, once we started spreading out a little bit, we started going, but you know, it's just we, we gotta we got be ready to play. I we still got a lot to clean up, and you know, I missed some throws today, which is gonna happen, but you know, I wish I could hit, 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 some, hit some of the stuff that we uh, that we missed. So, uh, but I mean, at the end of the day, we had an opportunity, and we just, you know, I feel like we, we gave it our all. I'm, I'm content with that, knowing that you know we played hard, but uh, we just got to clean the stuff up. To where, especially coming out of the second half, we can't be slow and shoot ourselves in the foot, stress our defense out. So, um, I mean, but they're a great team. You know, shout out to those coaches and those players. You know, they're, you know, they're an old team. And, uh, they do a lot of things very well. So, we'll we'll, we'll learn from it. You ready for next week?
1: All right, Joel, let's start at the top of this thing. We had the lineman out. We found out that uh, actually uh, Cuse Waterboy and Captain Patrick both texted us um, at, at the beginning of the game about that. It must have been something that they saw on TV, and, and both of those both those guys uh, hooked us up with the info. But um, look, when dis- despite that, okay, and, and I expect, I guess, Bergeron at least – sounds like he'll be back next week, okay? Um, according to coach, according to things that were, were told to me from other, other things, people heard. So, um, anyways, with that said, uh, the, the guys who, who took over, Enrique Cruz, uh, Bradford, and um, Josh... Aloha. Aloha. Uh, those guys really started off pretty strong. And... Uh, we you you and I talked. We're like, hey man, they're actually doing a pretty good, damn good job.
0: You yeah, know, I mean, they it didn't do any worse than what the three had. I mean, there's going to be penalties, right? And the in penalties the were
1: nil. That was awesome. In the
0: beginning, you yeah. know, there was the, you know the hold there that well back the uh, you know the touchdown, and then there was the snap that went by uh, Quinn Allen. You know, so there's a couple things, but, but you the, know, for the, the hold, most part,
1: the hold though. I watched three times, and I mean, if you want to throw the flag there, you can throw the flag there. I think, okay, I think so. But I mean, how no, how 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 picky are we? How picky are we getting with that? You know, because even, stuff like that happens every play.
0: Well, you know, what's unfortunate too about that whole play is especially because we were there, right? So you can see the whole field, and I'm watching Schrader. Didn't need to. Well, it's not even. He might have. I mean. I don't know. I was watching him scramble, but nonetheless, you know, he gets out past him. I see the offensive lineman kind of let him go. He gets past him and he throws the ball, and then obviously you're watching the ball, right? And right. you look down the field, you see our receiver wide open, and you're like, "Oh man!" Like, so now your your eyes go away from where Schrader was, but um, when he threw the ball, the flag still wasn't thrown yet. That, so I mean, well, it, just, that it just felt late, like it just felt like it was almost like um, the flag was thrown when we knew that it was going to be a touchdown or something. I mean, it's just kind of – because if it was a hold, it was a hold. It should have well, been you, called unless
1: – You didn't see it on TV, If you, but, yes, it was thrown – I thought it was thrown after the score because we had Wake Forest fans in front of us, and they saw it before I did, but they saw it right when it happened, and I saw the reaction. So, Yeah. Because I was looking in the end zone myself.
0: Yeah. so but, I mean, it's the hold was three steps, four steps before Schrader even – threw it right I mean he took a bunch of steps after and then threw the ball so like I said when Schrader, when Schrader threw the ball that flag wasn't out and I mean that defensive end was already released off of off of the block so but yeah. you know and then I guess from what I understand the, they come back and they get that touchdown in the corner that we obviously couldn't see that's one of the downsides of going to a game is you don't get to sit there and re, you know look at the replays and see what's going on but um, you know even my dad was like you know it was kind of he kind of had it there, and our guy touched it, and it, the ball was moving. But they called that he had possession in the end zone before we touched him. And I, I don't know. I mean, I guess there are some people that thought that you know that was that both the calls were BS, and that it was a fourteen point swing, and that was that was what started the uh, the down it's, slot.
1: It's it's kind of what took the air out. Um, Michael Jones goes out extremely early. He's seen in a boot on the sideline. Coach said it was first play. Uh, First play, first defensive play, yeah. Uh, he got the tackle. He did get the tackle, and then he pounded the ground for a little bit, and you knew it was bad. Um, so, well, according to Coach, the boot was precautionary, okay? Um, but uh, Michael, hmm. um, our inside source down there sitting hmm. on the wall, uh, <laughs> he, Mike. He, he talked to Mike Hell, Apparently he's probably badgering him and got his attention. And uh, said, in, in, so Michael confirmed that that was precautionary, and you know, um, he couldn't go. Coach and the trainers decided he couldn't go. So I mean, let's just hope that he's back for the next two games. Uh, Schrader looked a ton better. You heard coach say he's not a hundred percent. He did have an eighteen-yard scamper late. Um, it was the last touchdown? Missed third and twenty-four. Yeah, yeah. So, um, no, no, no. I'm talking about the run. That, that too. No, no, no. That wasn't the 18-yarder, right? Wasn't the 18-yarder the touchdown at the last score of the game for Syracuse? I believe it was. Maybe, maybe not, but either way, he did run quite a bit, and he had, um, he had only accumulated 26 yards, but I thought he looked better. My point is I thought he looked better. He's, if he's 100% – was an 8-yarder, but yeah. Was it? Okay, all right. Um, well, as long as was, 18, and that's the one you're talking about. It was like third and a mile. Yeah. Yeah. He's not 100%, but he looked a lot better. Uh, He threw 17 for 31, 324 yards. Uh, One touchdown passing, one rushing. The pick six took the air out of of it for, uh, I think, you know, the fans, the team. Everybody. Everybody, yeah. So, uh, but I think he looked better, and, um, you know, that's a positive. We scored touchdowns. That's huge. We went two games without scoring touchdowns. I thought this was a better matchup. I just feel like, you know, the way that, the way that Wake runs their offense and it's just the way they burn the clock is just treacherous. And um, it's just it's, it's, it's annoying to watch because you, you feel like it should be easy to stop because they spend so much time in the backfield figuring out who's going to do what, right? But they have the protection, and there's no penetration, and so they're able to figure it out and uh, make gains every time. Every time you think, you know, all right, well, we're gonna get them. It's a five, six yards, five, six yards, you know, four yep. yards every time. So,
0: no, um, yeah, and 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 I know that we needed to, uh, you know, we headed out a little early because we had the youngins and it was cold and late and stuff, um, and we started what heading out when what they did the pick six right went up. Forty five twenty one. No, that, it was after
1: it was after Laquint, we saw LaQuint score.
0: Well we saw LaQuint score, right? As uh
1: uh um, that which was beautiful that was beautiful, by the way. Tiptoe yeah. in the line, gets still gets hit, it's a foot away from the line, just lowers the shoulder, just rolls him over and stays in bounds and scores. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. Yeah.
0: And, and so, and uh, you know, when we got back to the car car whatever, when we finally saw the final score, 45-35, when it was 45-21, you're like, wow, you know, we scored two more touchdowns. And even looking at it now, which I didn't even know, um, with 47 seconds to go, we missed a field goal. So, um, and we missed a field goal earlier in the game too. So yeah that game was a lot closer um, and, you know, could have been a lot closer. Um, and then they came back and they showed fight, you know, you, the
1: well, they had, a, panel. they had a stop on fourth down. It was like fourth, yep. f- fourth and goal yep. at the six, or maybe even like the four or something. something it was like that. It wasn't yep. much, but they, nope. you know, so. the defense, the, the defense uh, stood strong there. Um, but but key things to take away is that I think Schrader's getting better. Weren't you know? You want to win Still. that game. You want to win that game. Yeah he he was a little indecisive early, and you said Joe, just watching. Being able to watch the option and see what's going on on the field, there were times you wish he would have just not handed it off and just taken it himself because you feel like he could have done more with it. And, and that's, yeah, that's yeah. kind of the, it's maybe not confidence, but maybe confidence in where he's at in his injury or, right. uh, um, you know, he doesn't want to re-injure or he's just trying to play it safe, but obviously still needs some work. So, yeah. Um, but they,
0: pat, they passed the ball good. You know, there was some stuff that they, some meat on a bone that they left out there. Um, obviously, with all the injuries and in that offensive line, um, you know, I wouldn't have, uh, you would have told me three off, three starting offensive linemen were going to be out, right? Um, going into this game, that I wouldn't have expected this type of offense. So to see them be able to pass it around, uh, even run, I don't even think Tucker's 100%. He's I feel like he's always going down and then coming back in. Yeah. But uh, he had a good game. I'm glad to see that they're finally getting LaQuinn Allen in there. Some other receivers are starting to step up. So um, it looked good. And, and, you know, Schrader, he missed some. We saw he missed some guys that were wide open. Demarcus Adams down in the middle of the field a couple times. Um, So there was some stuff there, man. Missed two field goals. We had that hold and came back. And then, you know, you take away that pick six. Who knows what this game looks like, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, you want to play the ifs and butts. But I'm
0: just saying, they looked like more like towards their self right earlier in the season than they have been the past four games
1: absolutely yeah so um Tuck we mentioned tucker you know fourth hundred yard rushing game of the year uh, i thought he looked better he had a long of 39 um towards the end of the game there he had a nice run he's over three thousand yards in his career at syracuse uh 3057 i believe so uh, it was good to see. He did go down at 1.2. And like you said, Joe, it kind of seems like at some point in almost every game, it's like Tucker's slow getting up and don't know what he's dealing with. But, um, you know, the good news is that we expect him back next year. And, uh, you know, you, you hope that this, this offense can, uh, you know, just evolve and, 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 stay, and stay healthy. I mean, that's the thing, man. It's been just brutal. Um, you know, you look at what Tucker did last last night, and he's kind of back on his game. Obviously, we've talked about how the matchup was and the defense, how much different that was from the last three or four games that we've played. But um, you know, a lot of the clock eaten up uh, by Wake Forest in the third quarter, and it just slowed the game down so much. I mean, what do you, what do you do? That that's that's another thing. If you want to play ifs and buts game getting off the field a little earlier uh, in the second half would have helped. But
0: um, yeah, But it was, they, they were going fast. They, they, up, they, they were going, going fast, fastest, but the clock was running. Right, and they were getting yeah. small, little Just increment chunks. increment six, yeah. four, yeah, little chunks, yep. getting their first downs. Uh, and then they, they opened it up and got some big plays in the second half, started blitzing us in the second half. Uh, once sports. they
1: realized that was working, they were blitzing with three guys and getting us. So I think Schrader got sacked. That that sequence where he was it was at the eleven yard line. Yeah, at the eleven yard line. That was the missed forty-two yard missed field goal at the eleven yard line. He gets sacked. Fifty-two. And and then I thought it was forty-two. Was it fifty-two? Um. Anyways, (laughs) uh, let's see. It's right here in front of me. Hold on. Forty-two. That's what this says. Oh, God.
0: This is 42. Okay, wow. Yeah,
1: because they were at the 11. He got sacked. It, it was a three-man rush. He got sacked. Then he got sacked again. and well, lost um,
0: 23, 23 yards in two plays.
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, look. And that comes down to the, the offensive line. And uh, there was uh, there were, on, that second, on that second sack of that, there was a defense lineman for Wake Forest that just split a double team. And it was just looked way too easy. No, oh, yeah, way too easy, and it, sh- it should have never, never been that easy. Not with two on one right there, and uh, he was the one that disrupted that second play. So uh, health is key. Uh, coach, coach mentioned that again. Look, I don't know if we dig ourselves out of the health hole right now uh, that we're in. It just kind of is what it is, and, and the patchwork wasn't terrible yesterday until it was. And I don't really know what broke down, but you know, obviously not able to make the adjustments that Wake Forest saw the deficiencies and were able to take advantage of some of those things, and we're just not able to respond with it. It's just frustrating. And uh, I mean, um, what do you do? They just don't have they don't have the versatility to be able to adjust w- once they're figured out. Once they're figured out, it's like it's like they're frazzled. And um, you heard Garrett. Talk about it. The the great plays, Joe. You talked about it before. Uh, you talked about it last night. Great plays on first down, then getting killed on second and third down. You know, in the second half, it was over and over and over again. And you know that stuff's got to get cleaned up. I don't know how you get it cleaned up, but you know it is a lot better. The offense is was a lot better yesterday than it has been. Um, it seemed more. It seemed like there was more continuity there, but. Um, you know, we can, we can talk about that all day. It's still a loss, which sucks. And, um, yep. you know, two, six and four teams battling it out. Uh, you know, and, and look, here's, the, here's the thing too. The fans showed out, the fans showed out and, and got hand it to Wake for being able to, I guess they're probably used to it. Right, I mean, they're probably used to it to some extent because I think they're, they're they don't have a loyal fan base. Obviously, it's not that great. Yeah, we saw they, that they last u- night. They use their they use their loudspeaker system as like a, a, a plus twenty thousand, right? Yeah. I mean, they use, I think
0: yeah they, just, they they run that until about ten seconds left on the playing on the play clock and on third down. So yeah, they
1: they run it until all of the offensive linemen for the opposing team are set. Once they're set, they, they tone it down. But, you know, they make up for all of that noise. And by the way, you're looking on TV, you're looking on TV and you're seeing uh, the student section. It looks like it's packed, but I'm telling you, that's cropped big time. Because <laughs> the first half wasn't bad, but the second half was pathetic for the students.
0: Dude, it was 24 21 and a half. I was so surprised at how many Wake Forest
1: people were leaving. Because you, yeah. you and I went at halftime, went down to the to the car. You were grabbing coats, and I was grabbing beer because there were nine dollars a pop in there. So I was grabbing, I was grabbing and swilling them out of my Weed. cooler, so I could save myself yeah. eighteen dollars. So plus now they want you to tip. Now they want you to tip. You go get a beer, you you pick it up out of a bucket yourself. You, yeah. you put it up there. They 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 ring it up, and then they want you to tip. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And you gotta, you gotta, in front of them, say no. Like, uh.
1: You didn't do anything. I picked it up. You literally just rang it up. That's all you did. Do I tip the cashier at the grocery store? He does more work than you just did. Damn you. True. They get you. Um, so, anyways, uh.
0: I mean, it's pretty much self checkout, but with a person standing there holding it.
1: Yeah, it's like, do you do you tip the self checkout guy that monitors the the machines to make sure he doesn't have to ID you? you get, it, I mean, you know, if you ring up beer at self checkout, you guys still show your ID. I'm not tipping that guy, are you? What if it came up on the screen and said, "You want to leave a tip today?" You say, "No, I don't want to leave a tip today." For what I did should all the be giving work, giving
0: ourselves a tip.
1: Yeah, exactly. I should be getting a I discount. Don't know how much
0: money I get a kickback? Something. I get a for tip God's rebate, sakes,
1: man. Um so Garrett Trader mentioned look, Garrett Trader was very honest. I mean, um Joe, did you hear it? Did you listen to Garrett Trader? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I thought he was very honest when he was talking about the fact that, you know, they've got to do better. And he he fell asleep at the wheel, he said. And I mean he did. I mean, look, it wasn't it wasn't a great second half. He got the um the opening. You're talking about Talking about wake being on being able to stay on the field for um, you know you know to burn some clock here and there
0: yeah and, they, they still had it for thirty five minutes compared to the other games thirty seven thirty eight so I mean, means right there
1: yeah well you had uh you had uh two minutes thirty seconds, which was good you know they open up you know it was twenty four twenty one and they get the ball back, which i, I hate this um Every time told Syracuse you. plays, they, yeah, they, yeah.
0: I told you he's going to defer if they won it.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's what you should do. But what was Babers going to do? Mm-hmm. Apparently, he said he was not. He was going to defer, too, if he won it. He should have. Yeah, well.
0: But we went down, and hey, remember, we talked about it, though. This is the first time because, you know, we, we got the ball, and we went down, and we actually scored we a touchdown. We did score a touchdown,
1: which was huge. So you go down there, and, and you punch him in the mouth. That's nice.
0: And then they get the ball in the second half, and, they, and we forced them to punt.
1: Right, exactly. You know? Yeah, and we forced them to punt. So that was 2 minutes 30 seconds. Then we, had, we actually had a five-play drive, 3 minutes 27 seconds. Then Wake keeps it for 4 minutes 43 seconds, and it's, and it's a touchdown. And then we go out four plays, three yards, a minute 21. Then – Wake scores a touchdown on a four minute thirty eight yard drive or four minute thirty eight second drive. And then we're cold. Joe, you mentioned how important that is to to be able to keep that offense on the bench and have them be cold. And we come mm-hmm. out we come out cold in the next series and that was the pick six. That was it. It was those that sequence of, of possessions for Wake Forest being able to sustain those drives put Syracuse offense in a bad spot, put our defense in a bad spot, put everybody in a bad spot. It was just yep. they, they just executed. And yep. and Syracuse has got to come out hotter than that. They got to come out shot out of a cannon in the second half, just like the way they do in the first half. You know, they just you have to have the energy. And the, I mean, you talk about home cooking or whatever. You know, um, some if,
0: people are going to talk about it.
1: Yeah, but at the end of the day, your defense has got to make a stop, and it just wasn't there. And a the heartbeat of the defense, ba as Babers calls them, was sitting on the bench uh, or standing on the sideline in a boot. So yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, tough.
0: think about it. Think about it. That was a def- – Wake Forest saw a defense last night that was down five original starters from its, you know, first team, you know, since game one. Now, obviously, stefan has been – and then Locke could have been gone for a while. But, I mean, Jihad Carter, he was he was suited up. He had a tackle. He had his, yeah, um, he
1: had his helmet on. Yeah.
0: Oh, he did. But he, I don't, he did have a tackle in the box score. I just don't – I didn't see him out there that much. So, I don't – I think he was probably, like, very, very limited. So – uh obviously Garrett Williams too, you figure some of those things would help. But I mean our guys were they receivers. A T Perry's uh pro. I mean he's a great
1: yeah, he's great
0: receiver and they have other good receivers as well. Um they they dropped a lot in the first half too. They kinda kept us in the game. Um and then there was obviously some question questionable calls and everything, but it's yeah, when it comes to Garrett Schrader, like I mean, when you look at the stats, I mean we went five of eleven for on third down with one one for one in the fourth down efficiency they went eight of 15 in third down for one for two for fourth down they had a total of 543 yards we had 477 um i wouldn't say home cooking i our penalties were probably legit it's just they only wake forest only had three they were only called for three penalties for 10 yards yeah so that means we probably deferred one that's not that's i mean you can't tell me that's all the penalties that they had um, but yeah, it was Garrett Schrader. It was the little plays by Garrett Schrader um, that Hartman didn't. You know, Hartman almost got sacked and completed a pass. Hartman dropped the ball and He's then
1: flipped one forward you know, to a running. Flipped back. one
0: forward to a running back, right? He fumbled the ball that moved that got pushed forward to a guy that to, picked it up running and ran back. for the same hour,
1: running back. Right? I believe. I believe it was. I believe it was Cooley. So, on both of
0: those. but then you look at, I mean, Schrader that one drive where he took the two. I mean, <laughs> where he Not took the Ellison. two sacks in a row, and then we missed. We missed the the, the field goal. Um, the uh, the intentional grounding um, was I, bad. That was
1: it was, but it, that was third down. Yeah,
0: I mean, I get it. Yeah, so um, obviously the pick six. There was you know there was some things, some missed throws. I mean, it's, this is this this game. As much as they did have a big twenty four point lead on us, like you're talking, it's a few play difference uh, of a game. And um, a lot of that did, you know, come down to Schrader.
1: Yeah, unfortunately. And, and he's, man
0: enough to, he's man enough to admit it. And he's going to be brutally honest with himself and with everybody else. It's the type of guy he is, the type of player he is.
1: Uh, yeah, you got to hand him that. I mean, he, he, he doesn't deny reality. And um, <clears throat> he's on the mend. That's not an excuse. But um, I expect him to be better. And, you know, we got two games left. Okay, we got Boston Cal. We still got a chance to finish seven and five. I think yeah. that's, a, that's a big deal. That was my preseason pick. But I, I, feel, I feel like 7-5 and five is a realistic option going forward. Boston College got crushed, right? Didn't they get crushed? Where did they get crushed? Right?
0: 44, 44 nothing. Notre Dame.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I didn't get to watch a lot of, a lot of other uh, ACC football yesterday, obviously. But um, we did get to watch a little bit of this, um, this Northeastern at Syracuse game.
5: Yep, uh, at the tailgate. For,
1: at the tailgate. Until the parking, once the parking lot started to get really packed up, it, the signal started to go, and it was a little bit more difficult to watch it, but there was a lot of Syracuse fans out there with with TVs hooked up to hotspots, and we had an iPad out and um, ended up putting it on my son's phone to burn his battery instead of mine, and that worked okay, but you know, it was touch and go, it was touch and go for a little bit, another slow start. It was 26-23 uh, at one point uh, Syracuse goes on a run to end the half. They end up going up 39 to 25 and, um, it was all Syracuse after that. They stuck to the zone and, uh, kind of didn't, didn't really screw around with the man to man stuff. The orange ended up pulling it out 76 to 48. And you know, you've got mints showing up again. Okay. Now look, I don't, I say this a lot. It's because I because it's true. I, I don't know how much I pull out of this game. all, the, all this is for me, um, the way I see it, these games is that it's just it's just practice. It's just practice for these guys to get out there, get some continuity, and get working together and being able to um, get some kind of rhythm, some kind of flow, and some kind of some kind of familiarity with each other and. Uh, I'll tell you, one guy that doesn't even need it, like he doesn't need to be, he just goes and balls out, and that's Judah Mintz. The dude just, it doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. The dude just goes out there and balls out. Coach said, and I, I don't have a montage, but coach did say, you know, he's just scratching the surface. The talent of this kid, he's just scratching the surface. He's just getting his feet wet, guys. That's got to that's gotta be, um, I know for me, that is, you know, a huge positive. That is, that is something to look forward to is, is watching Judah Mintz just grow into this role. Jesse Edwards was much better. 19 points, um, 3 for 3 from his first three uh, free throws, which is excellent. Uh, Joe Girard, 5 for 9 from the three-point line, excellent, 21 points. And uh, he kind of started that little spark, um, some of it anyway, in the, um, in the beginning of the game and then towards the end of the first half too he was kind of he was kind of the guy that that was i mean he was good he was good yesterday you know you don't you know you talk about when when we when we talked about the last game and you you know coach says well if joe's taking if joe's taken 17 three-pointers you know you know four to six of them are bad shots without a doubt right joe so i mean well depending he, on if he's making them well r- right 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 well what was he I don't remember, but he wasn't he didn't do great against uh Colgate, but 4-12, uh, Okay, well there you go. Uh but uh you know, three for nine, uh or excuse me, five for nine last night, really good. And uh overall six for fourteen uh for the team, forty two percent, so forty-three percent call it. Uh but yeah, I mean, you know, you need these games. You need these games to be able to get some kind of um, rhythm going with each other, a lot of new guys on the team and, uh, looks like coaches done experiment with the man to man. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see, uh, what the rest of it looks like. But, uh, what did you think, Joe, from what you, from what you, you know, could, could gather up, uh, during the tailgate yesterday? First of all, I was extremely nervous. Like, I'm like, what the hell is this going to happen again? I thought we in the beginning. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you know, I kept my powder dry, but I was I was nervous on the inside. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, there's some things to take from it and some not. Um, you know, if he's going to go two three zone. Um, then obviously that kind of hurts the situation with the three guard lineup. You know, we talk about how you know he's he believes in Gerard, Mintz and Torrance. Um, and just if he's going to go two three, then you're only going to be able to get rid of you're only going to be able to get away with with two of those guys out there. Um and that's kind of what he stuck with, and with that came kind of a bad game for Samir. I mean, he had 19 points off the bench. He only took one shot and missed it. Um, had two assists, a steal, and three turnovers with zero points. Um, that's not something that Samir Torrance is going to be able to do in the ACC play. Um, we're going to need him to be able to come off the bench. We
1: need him to be uh, the difference maker for sure, coming off the bench
0: and and yep and do some things. Uh, Quinter Copeland, he came out and he played some. Some good defense, got some rebounds, um, but he also had two turnovers as well. So with the amount of minutes that they're playing, you know, five turnovers out of those guys, you know, from within 13 minutes and in 19 minutes, it's just under 20 minutes apiece. Like it's it's just not going to be OK. I um, was impressed with Malik Brown. I, you know, I talked uh, again at, at length in, in the preseason about him. And then, you know, I think it's something that's just inevitably going to come through. Um, I don't think that he just ju- I don't think he jumps off the page but he doesn't make any mistakes. He's solid. Yeah, he's, he's fundamentally solid. solid. Yep. Um, he's not going to take, you know, shots, bad shots to, you know, he's not going to take good shots away from other players that, you know, Beheim expects to shoot. So, um, him coming in with four rebounds and assist to steal a block, um, with four points, you know, obviously he'll get uh, better as the game slows down. And as he gets a little bit more physical and realizes what he can and can get away with, um, you know, the both the big guys played Hema and Carey, nothing too crazy. Justin Taylor came in, hit a couple, you know, shots. But really, this is just um, one of those games against not not a great non-conference team. Right. And you know, yeah. Jesse, Joe, and, and um, Judah, they came in and they just they all shot. I mean, Jesse eight for ten, Judah eight for thirteen, Gerard eight for eighteen. Um, that's a pretty good clip. And at the end of the day, they shot fifty three percent from the floor. 43 percent from three-point line um i'd like to see more free throws but
1: yeah um, that was one thing actually that i that i was looking at I'm like man they only got where was it where is it they only got 14 or excuse me 11 free throws so yeah and it was six, yeah. six for 11 too at that but that's got to be their game right joe i mean you know coach talked about it they're not like this huge outside shooting team they got a couple guys they got mainly joe gerard and you got to be able to be able to penetrate get the ball to Jesse. Jesse's the one that's got to be in there, you know, cuz he's good at free throws. He needs to get in there and put himself in situations where he can go up and get fouled and at least get the free throws and hope to get the the, the bucket as well, right? I mean
0: Oh, I mean, when it comes down to centers, all I ever ask for is give me one rebounds.
1: Two, so, oh, well, rebounds.
0: Well, rebounds, <laughs> but give, as far as free throws, just give me one out of two. So,
1: yeah, um, exactly. and, and then
0: I guess Benny, the other thing that I didn't know too much about too, but I guess he got a little scuffle. Yeah, um, he got
1: double. There was a double technical, so I guess we each 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 team got one at the end of the half. I didn't see it, uh, didn't notice it, and uh, I heard about it in the press conference. I guess someone grabbed him and he pushed. He pushed someone, so. Um, something
0: like that, yeah. Something so, to that I mean, effect,
1: but you know, Coach too. Just throw it out, just to throw it out there. You know, he, he's still not. A reporters mentioned how impressed they were with Benny, and and, and Coach said, uh, you know, I don't know what game you're watching, essentially. So uh, <laughs> well, he's well, being yeah. hard. he's <laughs> being hard. Benny had a great game last game. He had a great he game did. against a better team. He so did. so you know I I think that you know to cut Benny some slack, um, you know, just. <laughs> It's a, it's a little bit of a slower uh, improvement than I expected with Benny because of his talent, but, you know, you see the frustration, I think, from Coach, and in, in Coach is going to be like that because I feel like he thinks and knows that Benny is better than that and that Benny should be maybe a f- little bit further along than maybe he is now, uh, but, but to see the talent too. Because he, he puts him out there. I mean, it's not like he's keeping him on the bench. He's got 25 minutes against Northeastern.
0: So, oh, well, yeah, but I mean, you look at his stat line, you know, he shot three of eight, you know, from the floor, one of two from the line. And when you look at it, okay, seven points, eight rebounds, three steals. You know, he had two turnovers, four personal fouls. So he almost followed up. But, you know, seven points, eight rebounds, three steals. As long as you're not taking a lot of bad shots, you're having a lot of bad turnovers. I mean, I'll kind of take that, um, you know, as far as like somebody who's going to can in a contributor role like he is. But from what I heard, he really didn't do a lot of, especially his scoring um, and, and a couple other things until the game was kind of in hand uh, in the second half and stuff like that. So, um, again, I'm, I'm looking for him to be around the double-double, the you know, 8 points, 10 rebounds type thing. Um, but he's just got to know his role. He's We have three scores. We have the three main guys that we run through and roll through. And if he just does what he's supposed to do and does what Jim Baheim asks and just use his strengths, then he's just going to just he's going to fall into more than seven points, just being in the right place at the right time. But instead he's too worried about getting the ball on the perimeter and taking mid range jumpers. And, um, I don't know what it's going to take for him to learn because I think right now we're in a situation where Beheim's is kind of giving him the business because he says he knows he can't do this come, you know, ACC play. But right now there's also not really another better option other than bringing in Malik Brown and rolling with that. And like I said, if Benny doesn't, if Benny doesn't get it right through non-conference, I mean, I'm a firm believer that Malik Brown is going to be the other starting forward.
1: Smart guy. I mean, he's just a smart player and he's careful and um, he he plays to his strengths and he, yeah, does he doesn't what try the to coach do too
0: much. Right. To do yeah exactly. This, I'm a freshman. This is my role. They right. have three big scores that have been here forever. I'm just going to come in trying to get as many points as possible or as many you know. Um, Plays. Minutes as possible. And Minutes, help, plays, you know?
1: and, and, and as much help as I can be. All right. So, uh, looking forward real quick, might as well talk about Richmond Joe. The all time series between the Orange and the Spiders sits at 3 and 1 in favor of the Orange. The two teams first met in 1991 in the NCAA tournament. Richmond would upset the two seed Orangemen 73 to 69 in one of the um, upsets in the early, early um, rounds of the bracket. And, um, you know, what was that? They were a Fifteen, right?
0: Yeah, they were fifteen. Yeah. I think that was one of the first 15s to beat a two, too.
1: Yeah, so. that's that sucks, huh? Being that guy. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so yeah, well, yeah, they Don't
0: quote me, but I don't, I don't, don't quote me, but we could have very well been the first two seed to ever lose.
1: I think you, I think you could be right about that. By the way, I think you could be right. Um, I think I remember that, but um, nonetheless, we went on to win three more. Uh, The last time they faced (laughs) off, like it's a big deal. The last time they faced (laughs) off, Syracuse with a 76 71 win in 2008. Uh, Flynn, Devendorf, Onowaku, Ojanat, and Harris, you're starting five. Uh, Man, Flynn with 27 points and Devendorf with 22 points. So it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, Richmond with wins against uh wins against Virginia Military Institute in Northern Iowa, losses to Charleston and Wichita State. Uh they've got uh three guys that right now that are averaging double digits per game in the scoring column. 6'7, 215 pounds senior Tyler Burton. He leads the team in points per game with 19 and rebounds with eight and a half. Joe, um this is part of the where, where are we, Brooklyn? Is that what's going on here? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, like that. playing at the <laughs> playing at the Barclays Center tomorrow night at seven o'clock, and the winner of this game will either take on well the winner or loser of this game will either take on St John's or Temple. By the way, St John's and Temple both good teams right now. Um, in fact, oh yeah, and and so um, it's a good early challenge. You know, besides <laughs> it's so weird to say besides Colgate, mm. but. It is a good early challenge for this team, and, 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 and in a neutral court, um, to be able to see what they can do when when some of the pressures turned up. So, Joe, what do you? What else you got on Richmond? The Spiders. The, sp- <laughs> the Spiders. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, they look like a team that could could give us could give us issues. Um, you know, right? they. That's uh, what I was thinking. Well, I mean, with Burton there. Um, you know, you got another guy. I mean, they got some size. Uh, six seven senior transfer um, from Wofford, Isaiah Bigelow, um, and another big boy, seven foot, two hundred fifty pound senior, Neil Quinn, uh, transferred from out of Lafayette. Um, and then they have they have guards that have been at the school um, for a little while, so um, they played with each other for a little while. They got size. And realistically, to me, they are still a team that's trying to find themselves, obviously, with trying to figure out, you know, who they are and and where these guys are going to fit, these new guys. So they got size. They got some guards. um, You know, beat VMI, beat Northern Iowa pretty good. But then they lost at College of Charleston by two. Lost to Wichita State by three. Um, So, again, A-10, not a bad conference. These guys usually – you know give it a good go um and they're usually a team that's kind of right there um in the a10 as far as being able to get into march madness um we know we obviously know that (laughs) um but yeah i mean i think one of the bigger matchups you know obviously is keeping tyler burton you know at bay um but also looking at a, a situation with um with a freshman, what is he, is he yeah, so he's he's basically a red. Shirt, I want to say a redshirt freshman, he played in, I think, well, no, actually, he's a true freshman, sorry, my bad, um, out of Richmond, Virginia, 5'10", 175 pounds, Jason Nelson, um, so it's going to be interesting to see the little uh, true freshman matchup between Judah Mintz and this Jason, uh, Jason Nelson guy, you know, based upon where they're from, I'd be willing to bet they've probably seen each other in competition before. And, um, you know, Jason Nelson, he's averaging 13 points for for assists for for Richmond. And um, I think that's probably going to be one of the keys. And then, obviously, if we can get some of their big men in foul trouble or we can handle their big men or just, you know, we can – Jesse can do what he can normally do against the guy. Um, They don't um, go that deep. It looks like they really only go about seven. I mean, they've gone eight or nine, but, I mean, seven – Normally play more than ten minutes, so uh, so yeah. When you really look at that, um, you gotta you gotta worry about Bigelow and Burton on the the three point line, along with Gustafson and uh, Jason Roche. Um, those guys can shoot some threes, um, but I mean, other than that, it's it's kind of a mystery. Obviously, this early uh, on how good these teams are gonna be. I just know that um, a ten usually gives us gives us problems. So. Um, you know, hold Tyler Burton and then hope that Judah Mintz can kind of um, take the challenge of outperforming this Jason Nelson guard um, for them and, and get a win. So the Empire Classic down in, in Brooklyn. So hopefully we get some good fans there and hopefully we can get a W so that we can play, you know, prime time for that, for that championship, get two in a row. So you, like you said, the next day is not going to be easy either. St. John's is – Undefeated, but they just haven't really played anybody with the likes of Merrimack and Lafayette and Central Connecticut with Nebraska. Um, but Temple is going to be a tough a tough team as well because um, it's going to be interesting to watch that game. That is going to be thirty minutes after well, ours. Temple but, um,
1: beat um, Villanova. Yeah, Villanova. that was Villanova. the weird thing,
0: Sorry. right? So, but that's the that's the weird thing about college basketball, especially early, is you're looking at it and Temple lost to Wagner.
5: And then but then they beat, beat Vill-
0: then they yeah. beat Villanova and then they lose to Vanderbilt and then they beat Rutgers. Um, Both, and well, they the got the Villanova
1: and Rutgers around the road, weren't they?
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, so and they got a guy in Damian Dunn who's a five year uh, senior who's averaging twenty four points a game and um, also their second leading scorer coming off the bench Temple um, if you uh, name may 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 ring a bell a little bit but um, Khalif Battle, um, <laughs> yeah. Little he's battle. averaging third. Little 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 battle, Tyus, <laughs> Tyus Battle's brother. Mini uh, battle. To, yeah, he went to Providence and he ended up transferring from there, and um, and now he's at Temple and he's averaging thirty minutes off the bench, <laughs> and oh, averaging sixteen points. So um, it's going to be interesting to see that that second game as well. But I'll tell you what, looking at the the lineup, not to say that we're guaranteed to win, but looking at the, the three other teams that are in this thing. I'd say we probably got the best first round draw. I'd rather play Richmond than these these other two teams right now, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, it was like almost. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a. If we were seated, We got lucky. Uh, anyways, okay. Well, um, that's that. We will be back here on Tuesday with the 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 uh, the post game of that, and at least you know. Well, at least we'll be able to come back Tuesday. Hopefully, before yeah, before this game starts, I don't know starts, who plays at hopefully. seven. Someone plays at seven. Someone plays at nine thirty. I don't know if the oh, obviously the loser plays at seven in the in the championship games at nine thirty, right? That's so, normally how that rolls. Yeah. yeah. So so we'll have the we'll we'll be able to give talk about man, I got Wednesday off. It. Oh, good for you. Good.
0: Well, for I got you. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but I got know. Thursday,
1: Friday. I'm going back to Syracuse too for freaking Turkey Day. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. I'm leaving Wednesday. Yeah. unfortunately. Yeah,
0: so I'm hoping I'm hoping we can get that W, and then like you said, um, we can come back Tuesday, and we can do the post game, and then talk about a little bit about the, the game Boston that's about College. to happen. Right. Well, that in so, Boston
1: College. So.
0: Well, obviously we got to preview Boston College for next week, but I'm but, talking. But
1: we won't be back. Unfortunately, we will not be back for the the second game. I don't know. I mean, I can try to make that happen, but You're I'm talking
0: right. about after the second game? Yeah, after In the between. second
1: game. A post-game for the second game. Yeah. That's going to be a tough a tough ask. Well, we don't even
0: know if we'll be back before Bryant then, right?
1: Um Yes, I'm come I come back that day. So that so the Bryant game, uh, the time has to be announced as far as I could see, but it's on Saturday. I'll come back Saturday. So on Sunday would be a normal show.
0: Yeah, 11.26 at 4 p.m.
1: Well, there you go. Well, Sunday's a normal show. Yeah, so we wouldn't be able to preview Brian probably. Well, we'll just yeah. have to see. We'll just have to see. We're, we're, we're um, spitballing. Yeah, we're just
0: speculating now and then spitballing. So, but, yeah, hey, maybe we can come back and we can do, the, um, we could do like the preview of that game on Tuesday if we win with the green room instead of prior to the green room. We can make it live, considering that no one's going to have time to listen to it before That's the game true. starts. That's true. Right? I maybe mean, yeah, we can, so maybe we can like that, maybe. figure it out a little bit, right? So. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, we are going to do some fan feedback for Wake Forest. Uh, we are going to, because we're already almost an hour into this thing, we're going to go ahead and we're going to we're going to shelf the the fan feedback on, on Northeastern. So as far as Wake Forest is concerned, it's time to hear from you.
3: to hear from you the loud mouths from the loud
1: house right, you guys know what to do at the end of every show or game I ask for your thoughts on that game you leave them here and we talk about them so look what happened was is for whatever reason the the first tweet and Facebook post for thoughts on the game did not go through So, it was like midnight by the time I put it up, and that is what it is. We have a couple. We'll talk about them here. Disappointing loss, obviously. Uh, But, you know, um, (laughs) it was fun nonetheless. All right. Look, at BBQ's. Crappy, but neat. Huh? It's not bad, right? What, BBQs? BBQs. Yeah. Not bad. That's catchy. I like it. Crappy, but need to put the season in perspective. Five losses all to teams that are ranked and were ranked at some point in the season, all while missing a ton of starters. If we win the next two, I'll be okay with the season. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously. I think that's um, that's legit. We kind of talked a little bit about the fact that um you know the teams we're playing were upper echelon teams whether or not they were currently ranked when we played them or not is one thing but to be able to you know say that you're you know preseason ranked fifth for Notre Dame and you know Wake Forest was up there until they dropped a couple and I mean look I feel like the Wake Forest game was was slipped I think it felt, I feel like it slipped between the grasp and um you know they did a good job adjusting in, in pulling that game out but yeah that's good perspective I mean you know you've got a you've got two games left you can finish 7 and 5 on the season with a, with a Boston College win and then go into a bowl game and see if you can pull that off if you can you, and and you finish 8 and 5 then I mean that's successful I'm you know I'm fine with that so
0: yeah no, that's just, I mean, we talked about it, right? We just wanted a bowl game. And, you know, it just kind of sounds regurgitating like we're talking about the same thing, right? But at the end of the day, um, you know, people keep talking about this. And, you know, some people are like, oh, well, you know, the front level of the um, the schedule was easier than the back level. And we knew what the gauntlet was going to be like when we were talking about NC State through um, Wake Forest. We knew it. Um, and that's why I think that we were lucky to get that, that – Jack Chambers, NC State, Wake Forest, or not Wake Forest, NC State, six-win um, six, six uh, game to get to a bowl game in the first six games. Um, but you look back at it, I mean, Louisville, Millie Cunningham, he's missed some time in some games. They're seven and four. Um, Purdue, seven and four. Um, UConn, which I, never, I didn't think, especially after watching them in the first game and then us playing them, they're bowl eligible. They have six wins. So... You know, we beat some teams in in the front, you know, six that are going to go to some, going to go to a bowl game. You know, and NC State's going to go to a bowl game, even though they've kind of fall up, fallen off a little bit. We knew that they would with Leary, and then Chambers came in. Um, the freshman came in, Morris, but then he ends up getting hurt for the year, so they're stuck with Chambers, and uh, they end up losing to Louisville last night. But um, nonetheless, I mean, we had beaten some some decent teams, and uh, we were right in there with Clemson, and right in there with a couple other teams. So um, yeah, you just. See what we can do next week at Boston College and then get healthy for the bowl
1: game. Yeah. Um, At – oh, wait. Hold on. Where was I? At Scotter Photo? You got it. You got it. I got it. If you say it fast and confident, they won't think you're screwed it up, which I did not do either one of those things. So that's okay.
0: And even if you did, you
1: wouldn't have to (laughs) No one's going to notice. I'm glad I wasn't sober for it. Uh, look, I mean, I wasn't sober for it either, and it still sucked. But I will say this: that, um, I mean, I know where you're coming from. It was when the air was taken out of the balloon. The air was taken out of the balloon fast. Right? It wasn't much of a decision when, when, when we we're like, all right, well, look, uh, let's start heading for the exits. Three quarters of the Wake Forest fans already left, so yeah. and they're winning. So why the hell am I here? They were winning at (laughs) halftime
0: by three, and a lot of them left. They were
1: pouring out of there at halftime. They were up by three. It's like, okay, dude, way to be dedicated. Oh,
0: half the students easily, if not two-thirds of the students that went to that game were gone at halftime. So, I mean, I get it. It was cold. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, we had,
1: you know, I had some
0: compromises that I needed to make because it's some cold and some kids. So, yeah.
1: Uh, at Saltine Warrior 4, uh, same story each year in November with Dino. It was nice to see the offense in the first one and a half quarters mix it up, but the offense has collapsed and so has this team yet again. I'm officially on the fire Dino train. Joe, look. obviously, Dom. Obviously, we know. We saw your car, Dom. Thanks. We uh, felt bad, too. We, but to we did felt we did feel bad. And uh, by the way, if you're not in the green room, get in the green room. Look, all you got to yeah. do is download the app at your iOS or Android store. Download that thing. Sign up with a username, email address, and a password. And get in there for the for the live stuff. By the way, the, the Facebook feed not working. I told you at the beginning of the show, I didn't know if it was going to work. And guess what? Lo and behold, it does not. So got work to do there. And uh, we screwed around with it for about a half an hour, but I'm telling you, Cuse Militia Live is coming to Facebook as soon as I can get it there. But, okay, the Fire Dino train, Joe. I just, I'm not there. I'm not there. Look, it is his fault that the depth on this team isn't the best it can be. How much of that, Look, I'm not going to get in a big conversation. How much of that is Dino Babers? How much of that is just that it's that difficult to recruit. You know, you got some guys on benches in places, the Alabamas, you know, the Tennessees, the Clemsons. You got guys on benches that could start at Syracuse. Yeah. Okay. So, Uh, you know, I mean, where, 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 where do you, I mean, how do you decipher, is it the school? Is it the coach? What is it? I mean, how much better can he do it? Is it the AD? I mean, what's going on?
0: I mean, I don't know. I think that we've talked about it before. There's a bunch of variables and I don't really between
1: ah, Zach NIL, Zach geographic, says you know, that Our goes, boy right? our boy but Zach said he's had 7 years to build depth. Well, that's kind He of, has he
0: has and true. you know, again it goes back to um, you know, how much I guess a fan wants to really think about you know, the destination, what yeah, you know, I mean, moving to, you know, or going to a private school in New York. Um when you're not from there, means um, also it depends on how many fans want to believe on whether or not a recruit goes to a school because of um, the position coaches or the coordinators that actually go and recruit them, or the actual head coach themselves. Um, sometimes, you know, obviously it's 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 different with everybody, but you know, um, at the end of the day, uh, if you lose coaches or you fire, you know, position coaches or coordinator coaches. A lot of times, you lose recruits uh, to the transfer portal, especially nowadays with such a quick um, transfer portal being able to transfer without sitting out. So, um, I think there's a bunch of variables. I think that we could go down this loophole and some people are going to say excuses. Some people are going to say reasons, but at the end of the day, just like any business, um, you know, it's up to him to, um, you know, it, it ultimately falls on him. And he lets us know this in the pressers every single time. Um, you know, he blames the coaches he takes up for, you know, the stuff that he does. Um, And so then it really just goes down to, again, like what you said is, do the fans think that he's getting everything that he can get out of, I think this is the first year in a long time. If, if since he's been there to where he's gotten, um, you know, the quarterback coach plus an offensive coordinator, plus getting um, a better coaching staff than, than what he's had since then. But you know, it's just the first year. So then what else can we do? You know, we talked earlier in the season about the nutrition stuff, right. And, and,
5: yeah,
1: the like,
0: meals and the like, stuff that they get at campus and, you know, maybe strength and conditioning because a lot of people think, you know, hey, you know, yeah, injuries are injuries, but how come we always get more? Right. You how know? come so it's so
1: bad for us? Yeah.
0: So, right. Right. So at the end of the day, there's so many things that you, you could question um, that is just above my pay grade. Um, we're not there. We don't know. And ultimately, yes, does it go to Dino? Um, I mean, yeah, but you can argue it goes above him to wild heck So, um, He's not going to get fired. Uh, We're going to go to a bowl, see what happens. And I'm kind of just um, excited to see if anything pops out of this for uh, NIL, Weitzman, stuff like that. Um, See if we can get some some good transfers to the transfer portal, because right now we do have we are lacking recruits in the 2023, uh, you know, recruiting class, even though we're not losing a lot of players um, in going into next year either. So um, as next year is going to be the year. Because I don't think that just a six-win bowl game is going to be good enough for. I mean, especially if you're talking about Tucker. I mean, Tucker can still leave, but he didn't make that senior walk. So you get Schrader <laughs> and Tucker. He's at least to come on the back. fence.
1: Yeah, Schrader's coming back. No, I don't think there's any doubt about that.
0: Yeah. So I mean, you get your your um, coaching staff intact, and you bring back a majority of your players, plus bringing in this 2023 class, and just going ham on the on the transfer portal. Hopefully, uh, maybe this Weitzman NIL million-dollar thing might happen. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, it's really going to be next year because I don't think six-win bowl. Once you get a six-win bowl, it's not going to be enough. So next year, it's not going to be enough.
1: Next uh, year is going to be the year. Just to piggyback on that, at know Blanchard44, I've never been a fire Babers guy. But if we lose to BC, I think next year should be his last, depending on what he does, I assume. The only way he gets an extension is if we win next week, win the bowl game, and have a winning season next year. The game management is so bad and recruiting isn't any better. Uh look, there were some people talking about the game management and I think it was probably having to do with the end of the first half and actually let's see right here. At our boy our buddy our buddy. Uh, our boy at <laughs> at Oil Qs. Uh, I'm happy with the offense it's starting to look better. Yes, we uh, talked about that, Joe, and uh, it seems like some of the confidence is coming back, maybe some more of the mobility from Garrett Schrader's back, still not 100%, but it did look better. Uh, The clock management and play calling at the end of the first half cost us three points on offense and seven points on defense. The run defense is just plain bad right now. The D-line constantly gets pushed back at least three yards uh, I, it would have been great this guy extends his extends his characters into a second tweet this is how this is how this guy rolls it w- <laughs> it would it would have been great to get a big d line out of the transfer d line and out of the transfer portal but we whiffed on multiple including cam Goad, who's 63 2, 2, 320. Who is hardly effing playing at Michigan? It appears nine-year-old a nine-year-old could have recruited him to cues better than Babers. Wow. Okay, so a lot there. Uh, look, he- here's one thing, and um, the clock management. I did notice like some, some something at the end of the f- first half was um, hectic for me actually because like kids were bugging us for hot chocolate and they wouldn't shut up.
0: Yeah, So, by the way, so $6 easy. hot chocolate.
1: Joe, for, first of all, Joe got ripped off. I got $4 hot chocolate, okay? He got marshmallows. I got whipped cream. I got a $2 discount. I'll take and I it. got double the hot chocolate. No, you did not. It, was, it was not such double. A way, it was in a
0: way bigger cup.
1: It was not double. First of all, yours went to waste, too, by the way. Joe gave, Joe gave a cup of his... By the way, Joe gave a cup of his hot chocolate to the deke.
0: I did not. You did? I did not. The Deke did. sat in front of us. Look, I bought it. It was there. For to the a, enemy. Whoever to do
1: what. Hot chocolate the to deke. the enemy. Joe guy, gave hey, hot look, chocolate to the enemy. guy was. The Deke was, is Australian, too, if you guys didn't know. Uh, I'll post a picture on Twitter. Yeah. Got it. But You'll here, see. what else is in here, Joe? What else did you hear? So, oh, the run defense. Dude, I thought there's no way we continue to get run over. Okay, they got three guys. They're pretty decent. I feel like we're going to rely on Sam Hartman more. First of all, they did. Uh, Sam Hartman went off, and also the running backs went off. So uh, it's just all around on the defensive end. I mean, you can say you know they made some decent plays and stuff. They didn't get a turn. First of all, there was no turnovers for Syracuse um, right. uh, on, plus, on the plus end. And uh, 212 yards rushing all together for Wake Forest and 331 yards passing for Sam Hartman. And, yeah. uh, you know, A.T. Perry just lit it up, 119, three touchdowns. And, I mean, I don't know. You're you're playing defense without how many stars? Five? Five, six? I mean,
0: you're talking five from the beginning, from, five from game one.
1: Right, from game one. Okay, so um, that's, you know, that's quite a bit. Um, but we've been holding strong. I mean, um, nationally, I think coming into this game, altogether, total defense was 19th in the country. So... Um, it's not that's not something to shake a stick at. I thought we would be a, a little bit better than that, but uh, as far as last night's game goes, so um, yeah, yeah I, mean, well, I was I just nervous. Get, I, I, don't, I
0: don't, I don't think Wake Forest has like the offensive line and like running backs that the last couple te- teams have had. But this little, I don't know, even what to call it. Um, the way that, that Hartman just kind of puts the ball down and he can pull it out and pass it or he can keep it or he hands it off and guys kind of just hiding behind the offensive line, waiting to see what he's, you know, where the hole is. I I mean, we, I feel like we've struggled since Sam Hartman has been a quarterback there. I feel like we've struggled. I feel like he, he runs that really, really well. Um, and to have, yeah, that you know, stutter,
1: that that stutter bullshit in the backfield, that's brutal. Yeah,
0: boy, whatever it is, right? And so, okay, and then you throw in know. the fact that now Garrett, you know, by the time we play him, Garrett Williams and Jahad, Hart, Jahad Carter played, but you wasn't hundred percent. You wasn't really out there, out there, and Garrett Williams wasn't there. So, you know, you play against those that receiving core and that quarterback with that type of continuity and the way they run their offense. It's just, it's, it's tough. It's tough. It I'm is. just glad that we could semi-score with them compared to what the last two games looked like.
1: Yeah, you know, and you, you score, what was it, um, at the end of the first half? 21? 24-21. So, yeah, so they we, scored, scored, we right. scored three touchdowns in the first half of that game. We hadn't scored a touchdown in eight quarters. Uh, you know, I mean... I mean, I'll take it. At that point, we were down by three, and I'm like, okay. I mean, I still had the fire in the belly, and I was like, look, I think, I think we'll be okay. But, um, you know, it was just a matter of th- what you talked about as far as how Sam Hartman runs that offense. And eventually it just, it just wore th- – not only did it kind of wear the defense down a touch, but it also, you know, like you mentioned in the last episode, just kept our offense on the bench. And it was cold out. It wasn't as cold as we thought it was going to be, but it was still cold. Uh, so uh, at Baptized by Fire seven was that not a, it, was it always seven? Uh, great time tailgating with family, uh, us Joe, uh, and at if not now when is at if not now when in the green room he is, okay. Finally got to meet him the the world's longest Twitter handle, and um, uh, he he saw uh, he saw Gio, <laughs> he saw uh, Geo Williams who's uh, 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 Garrett's dad there, uh, found him in the stands and shouted his name. Okay. Boy, now we're gloating. And I met Dakota Davis's parents. Uh, all those things made up for the loss. I love my orange no matter what. Yes. Especially the tailgate, though, right, Dom? Because that made your day. Because if it wasn't for us, all Dom brought, by the way, all Dom brought to the tailgate oh, was sauerkraut. There we go. So all Dom brought to the tailgate was sauerkraut. And, uh, you know, if you're kinda come to a tailgate, bro, you got to do better than sauerkraut. Okay. You got to. <laughs> you got. got. Hey, by the way, one of, one of your youngins, Joe, knocked his grill over, almost caught the whole place on fire.
0: It happens.
1: <laughs> Told those kids to stop running. Damn it. Uh, but uh, no, had a, had a, uh, a, a great time. Yes. With with um, our, our boys, Dom and Mike, from, from the green room. Like, two guys straight from the green room. Like, born and bred out of that place. You know? I mean, that's huge. I love it. I love it a lot. Uh, all right. Is that it from here? That's pretty much it from there. Let's go to Facebook, see what they got here. Um... what's so funny what's so funny what i missed Dom.
0: let's see i knew that he was gonna say something you overreact you see you just overreact
1: oh 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 oh. dom says i'll be fair dom i'll say it uh he says he brought hoffman's and sean and joe brought ballpark uh what the f look here's the deal so before we went to go shopping at wegman's dom which you don't have in your area before we went to go shopping at Wegmans, uh, Joe said, well, let's check my freezer and see what I got in here. And then we'll we'll, we'll, we'll piggyback off of that and figure out what we need from Wegmans. <laughs> so we go we go in there. And he's got a bunch of frozen crap in there. And he's got 16 ballpark no, freezer, dogs. So. Yeah, right, right. So he's got 16 ballpark dogs in there. And we're like, all right, well, all right. Yeah, just grab them. Dom's bringing the Hoffmans, you know. And then we get to the tailgate. And then Dom comes up. I tell Dom, "Man, pull over here." You know he comes over. The parking lot was still pretty empty, and he says to me, "He says to me, hey, man, no, I, I know I said I was bringing, I, I was bringing um, the Snappy Griller's, but uh, uh, they were out of them at the grocery store, so all I got, I only got enough for for me and my friends here. Okay, you guys can't have any."
4: <laughs> so,
1: oh, he wants to come on. He wants to talk. Okay, all right, here we go. All right, all right, hold on. Let's see. I'm all right, Dom. This all right, Dom. I'm giving you. I'm giving you fair. I'm giving you a a, a, a fair shot to. Uh, to, to... <laughs> that is not what I said. <laughs> so they were all out of them at Harris God. Teeter. They were all out of them at Harris Teeter, and I'm no, sorry, college, guys. Baby. I college. only got enough college. Snappy Grillers from from for me and my peeps over here.
2: No, I didn't even have Snappy Grillers. I had the regular German uh, Hoffens, and uh, by the
1: time. Uh, Dude, well, the, the got, snappy you, the snappies are the conies. Let's be yes, 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 the yes, yes.
2: I, I have to tell you this, Joe. You're made. You cooked for ten people faster than I cooked for four. Like, By the oh way, God. Joe didn't cook you a damn machine,
1: thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, time out, time out.
2: You're well, hey Dom. Thank you. No,
0: <laughs> <you're
1: at home. laughs> I mean Sean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a bunch of lies right now. <laughs> but <laughs> I meant Sean. I hey, cooked. Hey.
2: You 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 tore down the back of your truck, built your grill, cooked for 10 people, Sean, before I could even get that little camping grill out for for my measly four people. I couldn't believe
1: it. (laughs) But hey, look, uh, one of one of one of uh, one of the kids almost lit the whole place on fire.
2: And, and you know, what? did the
1: grill survive? Is it okay?
2: Yes. Okay. I, wow. I was. I felt so bad for 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 whoever's child that was. Um. So so, <laughs> my my son's probably future father in law is from Florida, and he was so cold. He's like he, he was using the grill as heat, wasn't
1: he? Yes. Oh my gosh, the poor and guy.
2: Then, and then after after the youngin tripped over the grill and almost set the whole the whole parking lot on fire. Um, he, he sat in the car Phil. felt, and I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, like I brought him, do I sit in the car or hang out with Sean and Joe? What do I do? <laughs> well, uh, Hey, it, it was, a
0: great who was time, the one guys. that tripped over, really over the
1: grill. It was Logan. It was Logan. Yeah. It was Logan tripped yeah. over the grill. And then Blake just ate dirt like two seconds after that, after I told him to stop running, someone yeah. was going to run into a tailgate. And that was my worry. Because they're yep. right around that size, where someone's gonna hit get hit in the chest or the throat with it with a tailgate, and um, they're rambunctious little bastards. So you know you gotta you hey, gotta reel in. So hey, look, they'll be fine. they are resilient. Fine. They're resilient. Get yeah. up, yeah.
0: Brush yeah. off the dust. Give them a little. They catch did up with their, uh, hot dog with a catch up on it. and They'll be fine. <laughs> yep. They
1: did. They did. Uh, anyways, all right, Dom. Let's get let's get your thoughts on the game. Look, look, look give, give us a quick thought on the game. So, um, you know, look, I started strong, looked good. I was uh, I was very hopeful. Uh, this and t- is what I'm going to say:
2: if I ever meet Tony White, I'm going to shake his hand. And then I'm gonna you're going to say, say what? If you think that light, smaller, quicker D lineman is the future of the the three three five, I would have to disagree. Because, and I listen, I know that Darton is a former walk-on and he's 5'11", 270 pounds. But there is nobody close to 300 pounds on that line, even when they're healthy. You know what I mean? And the, all Wake Forest's running back was doing, he's almost like he was standing there tiptoeing and letting the offensive lineman get six yards worth of push and then falling down. So i that's just not, that's not sustainable for any kind of, like, how do you how do you go to a defensive line recruit and say, hey, this is what I want you to do? Like, I want you to stay small. Like, I just I, I, I think it's coach speak to try to just get people to shut up. But um the, you you have to have somebody close to 300 pounds at that nose guard. You have to.
0: Yeah. Well, if you're oh. doing three, three, five, absolutely you do. You got to have somebody that's going to be in there and just stand it up and, and try to clog it up. Right.
2: Yes. I mean, it just I'm and and uh it. Being so close and watching the the physicality, we got mugged. The defense just got mugged. The push just mu- it, it was it was. But here's the other thing: I understand Tony White's like quicker and faster is good on the passing end because we got pressure on on Hartman. We did. Um, we, would we only sack him twice?
1: We only have two. Yes, sacks. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. 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 It was two sacks in it would have been three but he got rid of one for a 7-yard pass he just flipped oh it to a gosh, running back. I almost
2: left after that. Right he dumped it off right to the running back. Oh my gosh. I could yeah. that, that that was a killer right there. But um <laughs> yeah, it it is uh you know, people complain like, "Oh, he's had 7 years to to build depth." And if you tr- look at the other programs that that you think are linear with Syracuse, they're having the same problems that we are. And you know what? We won six six straight games, and we're going to a bowl. And the teams that are linear with us are not. Look at Tennessee too. You have uh, their quarterback is down with the ACL, and they, they're they're not going to be great. They when when their when their quarterback goes down, who's behind them? Gosh, they. They couldn't score points yesterday. I don't think they could have ever caught up, giving up sixty some points. But you know, yeah. it is, it's it is the the way the scholarships are. You only get eighty five now, um, and with everything else in college football, a lot of team black depth. And what you know, it 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 is what it is. That's it. Uh, yeah. I, 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 hey, I'll, t-
0: I'll, I'll tell you that that's something that I did recognize too when I looked at that. They, um, I mean, I know that you can you travel with less uh, players, but I don't even know if we had a max travel.
5: Yeah, uh,
1: you mentioned it was small. I mean, it, it looked just small. looked
0: like a small yeah. team. I mean, not small in size and status as far as numbers um, on the sideline for us. So,
2: yeah, um, at, I, I at mean, we end, fought hard. After you guys we, left and, like, toward the end of the game, um, Dakota's mom was saying that, there was this illness going on, and that's why Bergeron and some other guys oh. didn't, make, didn't make the trip. Yes.
4: Oh, she's okay. like, I won't,
2: I won't say it was COVID or the flu. No one's really saying anything, but there was an illness going on through the locker room.
1: Well, so, either way, it was probably the flu. It was, if it was yeah. COVID, they probably just oh. play. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, Dom. You're going to
2: get banned again, or you're going <laughs> to get unfriended by someone now. That- <laughs>
1: I'll get a nasty DM. It's just a joke. Uh, Look, I don't have to work work tomorrow. I'm loose.
2: Unfollow you, unfollow you twice.
1: Yeah. Well, if you unfollow me twice, you follow me again. That's how it works. (laughs) (laughs) All
2: right, guys. Have a good night. Dom. Dom. great. It was great meeting you guys. It was. There's got to be one time a year where we get like, how cool would it be? Like we're one of these traveling like tailgates, like get get the green room up and then just like 10.
1: Oh, Dom. Oh boy, is that us or him? Joe, talk. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. It's it's probably him. Dom, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna let you loose, but yeah, I understand. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Get, the, get we need to get a good tailgate going and do a and do a live segment. And as soon as I yeah. get this freaking hooked up to Facebook, then we'll be good. Like I said, I tried and it didn't work. Uh, look. <clears throat> Let's let's head back to let's head back to fan feedback. It was great seeing Dom. Uh, we had we had a fun time. We busted balls. It was fun. And uh, oh it was, yeah, you it did. It was it
0: was fun. No, it, the it was, a lot, it
1: was it was it was there was there was my cheeks hurt from from laughing. So it was, oh, dude, it was fun.
0: Yeah, yeah it, I had a couple times I had to step away, it's funny too because we pulled up and the lots just. I mean, it was empty. You it's know, and empty. we had our pick. We had our pickings of like all of Anything. the parking spots, and we were yeah. figuring okay. Let's get you know, convenience close to the porta potty, but not too close to where there's people like you know waiting to line up. next there. You right. know exactly. You know we were trying to figure it all out. We had some other parts that were lined up, and Dom Dom called you, right?
1: Yeah, he called he called me. And so yeah, and I'm so talking to him. And me, yeah.
0: yeah, and me and Sean were getting our stuff out. We're trying to get everything you know pack, get the tent up, get everything out, unpack like you said. And Sean gets a call from Dom. And I swear, the, the lot was so empty that you could—I mean, he must have been 100 yards, 150 yards away. Well, he's from Jersey.
1: Could, he's from Jersey, though. He's you loud. could hear
0: him clear as day. <laughs> so I was like, I can hear you. I can. I said, I can hear you. I'm not even on the phone. We look over, and of course, there's Dom. He comes over. That's oh god, that was funny as hell.
1: It, it was. I knew where it was coming from. I said, Dom, turn to your left. He was across, clear across the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, turn to your left. We, we could see him. And he turned to his room. left and we were waving. So anyways, yeah, that was funny. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time with everybody, the people we met, the people that that we didn't know, knew who we were, the people that knew followed us and in and, and heard of us, um, but never put a, a face to a name, man. It was amazing, and uh, took way too long to do all that. Uh, top fan on Facebook. Yes, David. It was nice to see the Orange score more points than they have the last three weeks combined. Defense is really thin. I expect that they will beat BC and they're limping over the finish line for sure. Yeah, look, I didn't even think about that. David, Dave, that's a great point. It's a great point. Um, they scored 30. Is that is that true? Is that true? They had, what, nine last game, right? And then, they, and then they had, uh, against Pitt, they had nine. Against Notre Dame, they had 24. So, what are we at? 33? T- 33. 33. Had. Uh, so, well, it wasn't, not quite. Not quite. Florida State? Florida State was what? You're making me do this in real time. Three? It was damn close then, if that's the case. I don't have the Florida State um, box score. Damn, what the hell happened to it? Um, it was three, right? But I uh, think I thought it was, but yeah, it was close. It was close. But either way, um, they did. They they were able to score. They were able to move uh, uh, the ball, and um, I was happy about that. And I think that just is going to um, it's something to look forward to for the next two games, guys. I'm sorry. I am trying to be as optimistic as possible. I was optimistic about this game. I thought they showed out and they did good until all of a sudden they couldn't, and I I just gotta. I got to keep the faith as we finish up this season with two games left and finishing strong against uh, Boston College and, and then um, seeing what we can do in this bowl game. So uh, there's really not a whole lot left on Facebook. Let's see. Jerry, thankfully, this is the last time we have to go up against Sam Hartman. Dude, Jerry. That's, that's <laughs> facts right there.
0: Said a lot of other teams. Oh my gosh. Too,
1: yeah. I'll tell you that. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, enough can that's a huge compliment to Sam Hartman. And, uh, you know, he's just been a thorn in our side for how long now? So. Yeah.
5: Well, and um, what he
0: went through too. Yeah. Earlier he had the blood, season, cl- thought, blood clot earlier. clot earlier. career yeah. might be, sometimes people's careers are over with that. So, you know, um, you count your as you come out and finish your career strong you guys had a hell of a career man
1: yeah absolutely so look we uh we'll move on from from the weight game and um i feel like it was one that slipped away should have had but we'll move on and then uh oh hold on hold on we'll move on from that though and we will um we got one more that wants to come in here and we'll and we'll look ahead at the next two games and i think um I think that they're, you know, at least the next one, I don't know how we're playing in the bowl game, but I feel like it's, it's a winnable game, the next one coming up. And um, we'll take a look at that one on Tuesday. And we're going to talk some Syracuse football. Matt wants to talk. Matt, unmute yourself and uh,
3: say what you need to say, brother. What's up, guys? What's going on? Oh, What's up, bud? I just wanted to respond, a uh, D-line thing, like – I think that the D line right now, like we're so injured, like we're literally double digit starters down, like as of that game with the three injuries out on the D line and Mikel Jones going down, like double digits for starters that are just hurt, which sucks. But I mean, the fix, like Dom's fix, we need to get 300 pounders in there. Like that's just not our scheme. Like that's a 34, that's not a 335. We don't want a Gilbert Bowen from, or Gilbert Brown, like he used to do up at Green Bay, just clogging up the middle. That's a two gap system. Like, that's what, that's kind of what Alabama does. That's not what Syracuse does. We run a one gap system. I mean, you could make a really strong argument that a lineman last year uh, was 260 pounds because, I mean, he was pretty good. And, I mean, Josh Black was 285. I mean, really, yeah, I mean, Roscoe, I would say it was about 260. And he, I mean, he was really good. So, yep. I mean, ultimately, ultimately, when we're trying to go to a one gap, we're not trying to get in front of the guy, look around him, stand him up. And if you're doing that, you want to be 300 pounds. But when you're doing one gap, you want to get into right. the gap beside the guy faster than the person and get around him. And that's what we do. So we want athletic guys on the D-line not necessarily guys that will clog it up. And we're just so hurt right now. Like we tried to, tried to recruit the guy from that ended up going to Michigan. Uh, he was, yeah. he was hurt though. So, I mean, I don't know how healthy he is in Michigan, but he was hurt when we were recruiting him. I mean, <laughs> ultimately they felt comfortable with the guys that we had and, and, I think the only starter that we have left on the D line is Caleb at this point. Cause Lockett was, went down. Lockett had starts last year. And I mean, we have a guy granted Darton is pretty good, but he was also a walk on and he wasn't starting at the beginning of the year. And he was a rotational player. You know, I think that he's really good, but I mean that wasn't his role at the beginning of the year either, so uh, that has a lot to do with what we're do what we're seeing now. Granted, we lacked a lot of experience on the D line when they started because we lost four really really guys, but we can't just plug in a three hundred pound guy into the middle of our line and expect it to work in a one gap system.
1: Okay, That's well, we well, I That's think we I think that. the 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 bigger I think the bigger issue with with a lot of fans. To be fair, is the depth of people being able to step up? I I, I understand your point, and um, I agree. You always make great points when you're on. By the way, but I I think that some of the issue issues are it, the main issue is the depth. And like Zach said, you know, he said seven years to build depth. But so so what is it? Like th- I understand the scheme and things like that, and you recruit for that, but. At the end of the day, if you don't have the guys to back up uh, your starters and we have issues like this in November every year, then that's a problem so well,
3: there, there is there is kind of an explanation for that too and I mean when when uh, Syracuse recruits players typically typically we're recruiting at a level where we expect somebody to after two or three years into the strength and conditioning system that we have in place. It's not like Clemson where they're recruiting a prodigy and they can lose DJ Uyunglele and have Cape Kludnick come in and he's the number one recruit in their class. You know, like there's just a difference there in the type of athletes that we currently are able to recruit to a team that, had won, like at the rate we were winning at, you know. So it's we we have to be able to turn that around. Um, I, it's it's not an easy task to be able to recruit to to Syracuse and have guys that are ready to play immediately, you know. Our well, starters, right, that's
1: that's that's my point. That's my point. And and I I've come to terms with that. But I came to terms with that a long time ago. Yeah. So the people I mean, that are the people that are complaining about it now, that's like old news to me. That's like my childhood.
3: So you're not, gonna, you're not gonna end up you're not gonna end up getting a guy in the transfer portal that wants to be depth. Like it's just not gonna happen. They like, they're expecting yeah. to come in and ex- and compete at least for a spot. And we we recruited a couple of guys in the portal for defensive line. You know, one of them went to Michigan and you know that's that's just the way it goes so you know Michigan is a better program right now you know we we're, we're not going to win a lot of those battles
1: yeah it's the prestige yeah obviously yeah and that's the thing I and mean, that's my point is that we you we aren't going to win those battles with those types of guys and that is has yeah. that has never changed that has been how it is since I can remember and so this is what we deal with and to expect more than that is difficult to it's difficult to explain away and you feel like, you know, well, I'm not like I'm not sitting here and I'm not i um, I'm not an apologist for for the coaches. But, you know, I understand so, because I understand the argument. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know what else you can do other than make sure that these these kids are, are prepared enough to the point where, you know, the nutrition plan and the things that we talked about are better. Is a better program like that program needs to be better at Syracuse, maybe. And. I think, you know, to 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 Dom's point, I understand what he's saying, but you know, I kind of agree to this extent that I'm just not sure if you can keep playing around too with schemes, right? So they've got all these they've got all these guys in there, Joe, and they're like are right, what are you gonna do now? Well, yeah. You know, I mean you got all these guys in here now, you've got the coaches, and, and, and so now what?
0: You change coaches, you change schemes, you're going to have a crazy turnover and now you're just hurting your depth even more, you know, and to Matt's, Matt's point, and I, I've said it too, you know, you, you got to get to a certain point in recruiting, which I don't think we really, uh, really ever have. I mean, we had McNabs and way, way back in the day that was pre, you know, star systems and huddle and, you know, all that stuff. So people had to go out there on the road and they had to find their, their guys and they had to get guy in there more likely for regional guys to be seen by the regional teams and vice versa. Now, to his point, we don't really – we don't get guys that are expected to come in and just help or just hit the two deep. So when we see that as Andre Siskos and the Sean Tuckers and these type of guys, those are like diamond in the roughs that our recruiters have seen, but there's not those type of expectations when they come in. So that's just kind of like a cherry on top when those guys come in. There's 30, 35-plus teams they have a handful, five, ten guys that they expect to come in and hit the two deep and help them get to a, cha- to a conference championship.
3: Yes, and the other point is, too, is the point that you were making, is we also switched defensive coordinators during that time. We were going from a cover two style defense, which was a four-man front, to what Tony White wants to run. And if you look at our uh, defensive line class, Um, might've been last year or the year before, like we were taking five defensive linemen for a three, for a three man front, just because, I mean, I have to think that Tony white looked at what we had in the cupboard and said, these guys are not going to fit my scheme. So we're seeing like he recruited for this, but these guys are still pretty young. So yeah, I mean, third year. Yeah. I mean, you got Fuentes who came in. He's a, he's a Tony white guy. Um, you got Lockett, he's a Tony yep. white guy. Uh, but, Joby, I mean, yeah, all those guys, all those guys that that played last year, like they played for us, but our guys weren't ready necessarily for the scheme, and then they ended up bringing in uh, Roscoe, who, I mean, he is a clear cut three three five fit, you know, like as well as he played, yeah. that's the type of defensive lineman that we want. He's the scheme fit, um, and to the point where like we complain about like the rushing and all that, and like I, I get it, you know. But last year we were the 19th ranked total defense in the NCAA, and this year we were in the top 10. So, well, we
1: were we're 18th. We were 18th, I think, coming into this game overall. So, yeah. but the rushing's been a problem. I mean, you can't say that hasn't been a problem, right?
3: No, oh, no. It, it, yeah. It has. It's. It's just. It's just. We. We don't have the depth at Syracuse to be able to handle a lot of injuries like that. I mean, that's just, I. I agree. I mean, you, lose, you lose Thompson, like mm. that's that's a top-notch guy who's really going to help out in rush defense. You lose Lockett, and like he's a starter. He's he's had a lot of time in last year where he was playing, and that's another guy on a D line where you. I mean, we're plugging in guys that are really getting their first year action and they're doing what they can and they're playing well. I mean, you can't play any better than Darton, you know, Darton, yeah. first year guy that was a walk-on like the guy is, he's a beast, you know, especially for uh, go as, as small as he is and going up against those guys. But I mean, he can ultimately do that because it's a one gap system. So, I mean, you just look at, you look at what they've been able to do uh, with that. And yeah, I mean, at this point, had Linton uh, starter, and I don't even know how much he's played this year because he's been so banged up, and he's only 217. But he's also yeah. probably our best pass rusher on the defensive line. So, yeah,
0: this defense is predicated on speed. I think that you've seen, um, you know, there's obviously some issues with depth, but, you know. That's that's just how it goes, you know, I mean, but also to flip it to the just the offensive side too. this is the third offensive coordinator in seven years for for Dino Babers uh, first time with a, the with a quarterback coach. Um, so, you know, there's obviously been change in, in that in that position, too. So this is me and Sean's argument every single time when they say every time that they're like, oh, take a coach out of there, like. Yeah, okay, three, four years. We understand that, you know, maybe you haven't gotten the results, but you don't. I mean, people have to understand what happens when you want to just completely take away a whole coaching staff and his, and his coordinators and change your scheme. Um, you're going to have turnover. You don't know what that's going to do to your roster. Uh, and it's just another, another rebuild. And to do it every four years, it's just. It just gets super, super annoying. And I think that sometimes there's people just have to understand that, I mean, this is, it's a, Syracuse is a destination school. We're going to get good, we're going to get good coordinators and then they're going to go and they're going to get, they're going to get head coaching jobs somewhere else. i mean, Tony White's probably going to get a head coaching job at some point, right? I mean, Robert and I, I think, was either real close to getting a head coaching job, Jason DeBeck was close to getting an offensive coordinator job. Like these guys, when they show that they're, you know, showing improvement and, and that they're helping teams, they're going to go and they're going to get other other coaching jobs, and then it's start all over again.
3: Right. Yeah, I agree.
1: Um, I agree. Hey, Matt, spilling it. I appreciate it, dude. You bring it yep. every time you come on, man. I appreciate it. Um, yes, sir. You stay you stay in there, Matt. One the one of the green room green room superstars. Appreciate you, buddy.
0: Yes, sir, Matt. Thank you. Yep. See you guys.
1: Um, so yeah. Look, I mean, there's a lot of angles to it, and there's a lot of arguments you can have. But at the end of the day, like I said, man, it's just this is what the program is. And like to your point, Joe, like this is a stepping stone for coaches, and then it's kind of a stepping stone for a lot of things now because of the transfer portal. So uh, it doesn't that doesn't help. You know what I mean? It does not right. help at all. So, um, anyways. In mean, the is NIL. In NIL is no. That's no. That does. That's no. No bueno. Uh, it's um. It's gonna be tough to compete with these bigger schools. You know. You know. Syracuse is a private school. Everybody hates to hear that and all of this and that. But it was um, already tough. It was already tough, and now it's made it tougher. Exactly. That's a good point. So, um. All right. Look, we appreciate all of you for tuning in and hanging out with us. Um, yes, sir. We will get back here. On Tuesday, as scheduled, and uh, do what we can. basketball, baby. Yeah, we got some Turkey Day basketball coming up, and uh, we'll talk about it. So, for Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. See you Tuesday.
4: Peace.